right, Facebook friends, <clears throat> running a little late, trying to get back on schedule, getting back in the rhythm. Um, I give my grandson about every other weekend, and uh, he kind of took a little extra of my time, so I missed yesterday, and I missed on Friday uh, because of a timing issue. But nonetheless, we are back in talking about being real. What does real stand for? We're talking relationships, equipping, attitude, and leadership. And let's just to back it up a little bit uh, to kind of get us back to where we are so we understand where this real came from. Let's look at where we are. Again, we are in the book, Leaderships by John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. And we are talking about, um, we were talking about uh, narrowing it down on what do you focus on. Well, actually, we went from being a uh, soloist to a conductor. That was our first shift. We had to shift our eyes off ourselves and our eyes on others. Be a conductor. And we went from there, and we were on the subject talking about Talking about, let me get there. Here we are. Yeah. Growth in everything to growth in a few vital things. We we can grow, but we have to focus in on some things. So then that's where we came up with this idea of four things that really made the difference. And that's where the real came from, which is, again, relationships, equipping, attitude, and leadership. And just before, on Thursday, we were on relationships. And on Wednesday, we talked about attitude. And today, we're going to get into what equipping is all about. What is equipping all about? It says, equipping, it says, great leaders grow their vision from me to we. In other words, when you really start to understand growth, it's not all about you. It's about helping others at the same time. As a matter of fact, I was listening to Brendan Bashad, the number one high-performance coach in the world. And one of the things he talked about with high performers is you get to a point where you've settled that success principle or striving for yourself. And then there's this strong urge to, to share that and teach others what great gave you the great blessing so that they can experience it too. And there's not, and I've always said, there's nothing greater than helping others to grow and see their growth by you mentoring them and teaching them what you have learned, opening their awareness up so that they too can learn what you have and experience the success and create the impact that they want to make on the world. They want it, but it's always deep down inside. That's why I talk about passion power and living your passion. So many times it gets buried in us and we go to our grave without getting it out. When I just want to help you understand that it's not that hard to actually do it now. So we go to um, the, the talk about equipping and it says, great leaders grow their vision from me to we. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It's not that I can do it. We 
can do it. Yes, you can do it. Yes, you can. It's just a matter of building that belief in yourself. Okay, why people fail to equip others. Now, here's some of the uh, downfalls why people fail to. Well, it's hard work. Let's face it. When you're working with others, you have the knowledge, but they don't. And they don't have the faith to follow through a lot of times. So it requires a lot of hard work, a lot of encouragement. Yes, you can do it. I know you can. Stick with me just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. Please be patient. Trust me, it's just around the corner. You know, I have that great poem that I've learned a long time ago. Success is failure. Turn inside out. The silver tint of the clouds of doubt. You can never tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you, you, and you, and you, and you must not quit. And then we underestimate people. So many times we give up on people. I, I can remember when I was working for my buddy that I saw the, the, the talent and the, the guys that worked beside me, and I tried to explain it to him until one day a light hit, and he said, do you realize that so-and-so can do this and this? And I'm like thinking to myself, well, yeah, I knew that, and I was trying to tell you that. But he didn't have enough faith to, to realize that the, the ability and the others that we work with was there. It was just a matter of him allowing himself to open his awareness to see that, hey, I'm not the only smart one here. <laughs> there are other people that have a lot of talent. And we enjoy doing the task ourselves. That's, that's one of the downfalls, too. It's harder when you got to give up on it and give it to someone else. But, you know, the joy is when you do that, you begin to discover that some people can do things that you thought you did the best. They can do even better than you can because they have a natural knack for it, better than you do. And you're like, wow. And we receive ego strain from being needed. The hardest thing is to think that if I teach someone else, I'm going to be out of a job. That's the, that's the joy to, to work yourself out of a job. Do you realize what that means? That means when it's time for promotions, you've got people to step in who, who have already understand what needs to be done, and they're doing it. So when it's time for you to move on, you can serve as the leadership to keep them going, but knowing that they can confidently carry on a mission without you over their shoulder because you taught them that. That's the downfall a lot of people have. I don't want people to know this because then I'll be out of a job. No, that's how you get to move ahead because if they see that your people are strong enough, then that gives them the opportunity to offer you even more authority because they are confident and you're confident and you can sell that confidence to them that the job will still get done. And if not as good, even better because of the talent that's just below you. And uh, below you speaking in terms of hierarchy in a corporation, not below you in terms of human being. Everyone is powerful and special in their own way. Don't ever let me let you think that I'm talking about someone is better than someone else. No, they're just different and they have different talents. 
So, so ego strength and the other one is we are in the habit of doing everything. When you start freeing up your time from the daily task, it gives you time to think ahead. The vision and to keep that vision in front of the people and expanding that vision and developing that vision. As you get higher within an organization, you realize that that's more and more of your responsibility. And that's what keeps the company in the right direction. You know, they're talking about that. Uh, me and my wife are having a discussion today. Um, th that's what keeps people going. That's why I'm here. That's why I talk about living into your passion. Let me help you do that. And you say, how do you transform? And we go through that process of, of affirmations and then setting goals and then creating a vision, working on our self-talk, understanding our subconscious mind and how to develop that to work for us and not against us because no one's taught us that. That's why I'm here to help you do that transformation and then to see you grow and understand and be able to teach others. That's why I'm here. That's what you need is, is someone to encourage you to give you the confidence so that you can build that belief within yourself. Because no matter how much I believe that you can do it, until you do, it's never going to happen. And how do you do that? One, by building your confidence. How do you build your confidence? By affirmations and, and building your subconscious thought process so that you have something in your conscious to draw, draw from that's powerful, that builds on your confidence. And as you build that confidence, then you start to step out of the comfort zone. And you start meeting new people. You increase your awareness and you start realizing, instead of just dreaming, really starting to understand the possibility of creating all that's inside you, that passion that's inside. You begin to fan that flame and it begins to build and you begin to share it, it begins to make a difference in many people's lives. And then, so then we want to keep control. You know, control is a funny word because we're really not in control. We think we are. But when we understand the big picture that God is in control, and then when things happen, the more we're aware of there is a significant power above us that's controlling the destiny of things, we finally realize that we're not really in control. And that to give him the credit and to work hard as he gives us the ability to do that makes all the difference in the world. That way you're more confident and you're more um, in tune with your team because they realize, you realize that your team's not a threat and that they love you more because you share with them and you pour out in them. That law of reciprocity, you give so much that people just want to give back. They don't want to stab you in the back. They want to give back. That's the beauty of a strong team. This is the beauty of equipping others. Just the ability to do that, to give people accountability and authority, they will rise to the occasion more than you know. To a point where you can confidently step away for a day or two, knowing that things will run smoothly because of the people that you took the time to train 
in your absence. Then last is we don't notice that leadership potential in those around us. Just what I was talking about with my buddy, not noticing the, the leadership in the others on the team. There's just so much leadership that people have. And if given the opportunity, they're like the little caterpillar in a cocoon. Just crack that little caterpillar, the cocoon open, and allow it to the butterfly to break out and spread its wings and fly. And you'll see all the beautiful colors come out. And it doesn't weaken the team. It strengthens it. And with an even stronger team, then we can go out and create even stronger, build an even stronger team under us. It's 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 sort of like uh, counterintuitive. We need to give more. And as we give more, it solidifies the team because they understand you're giving from your heart and you're giving all that you've got. And they see that and, and they receive it and they accept it and they feel forever indebted because you were willing to share. It's almost like, you know, I, I deal uh, on the social media here with uh, Rachel Miller and I see how her team works and they give and they give from the bottom of their heart. And people like Dave Gamble, and they, he just gives willingly, and not with with no um, expectation of you know. Now that I've given, now you got to give back type of attitude. It's like I'm giving, and I know just the fact that I'm giving. It, it, it's like I talked about before about the principle of giving that I learned a long time ago when I was in college, and I talked about giving the last. $5 away, and all of a sudden, I'm money trying to figure out, now I got $10. How did I get 10 I, I gave my last five on on Saturday. All of a sudden, I get a check in the mail for $10, and I'm trying to figure out, oh, it was from something I had sent in, or they made a mistake at the bank, so then I, now I got this extra $10, and you're like, wow, that giving principle is so powerful. Trust me on this. Try giving away your last dollar ten dollars fifty dollars with the impression but with the feeling that all you want to do is give and then don't be surprised what happens on monday things that you never thought in your wildest dreams happen you're like how'd that happen <laughs> i didn't expect it to happen i just wanted to feel good by helping someone else less fortunate than myself. So what I don't get to get that extra candy bar or that hamburger? They needed it more for medicine, for baby, or for pampers. That made me feel good. But then on Monday, I totally unexpected, boom. All of a sudden, there's a check in your mail. Or someone says, you know what? You've been so good and you helped me. I've, all, I've been meaning to give you this $20. Here you go. And you're like, Wow, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Something you didn't expect is going to happen. Trust me on this. The law of reciprocity, but equipping people. I don't want to get off the subject. So the lesson today is under the few vital things we need to focus on. We, we already tackled attitude. We tackled relationships. Today it's equipping. And then we just went over the downfalls of equipping. Let's see it. 
teamwork laws. Uh, yeah, let's go over this page right quick because this is great stuff. It says, the law of significance says one is too small a number to achieve greatness. So what's it saying? You can't do it alone. I can't do it myself. I know I can't. I need you. That's why I'm here. Because I want to help you. Because as Zig Ziglar said, if I help enough people get what they want, then I can have anything I want. So I'm here to help you, to give, to pour. Trust me, I've had so much much blessing in my life, and the Lord continues to bless my life. But you can't sit back and just accept the blessing. You've got to play it forward. You've got to give back. And here I am, giving back. Sunday evening. The law of Mount Everest, as the challenge escalates, the need for teamwork elevates. It's not a one-man show. This law is about gathering and growing a team to accomplish something big. I'm trying to accomplish something big. That's why I keep sending out information and drawing more and more of you closer to me. So I can give my message out. And what's my message? That you can live into your passion. I know sometimes it seems like, no, I'm just a small peon. No, you're not. You make a difference. And you can make a big difference. It's just a matter of increasing your awareness and your belief in yourself that you really can. And I'm here to tell you you can. But it's not until you begin to believe that, that the change will occur. And like I said, the first steps is affirmations. And those affirmations are about you. I like myself. I like my work. And I do the best I can every time I can. And I want to help others every day. And you, you are good at what you do. And you do make a difference. And you tell yourself those things daily. So what are you doing when you do that? You're reprogramming the subconscious mind because we've got so much of a negative input coming into our minds on a daily basis. That's why it's good to see me each night. Telling you that you are somebody and you can make a difference. You are special. And you have talent beyond your wildest dreams. You just got to seize it and believe it. And it will happen for you. And you can meet people who are involved in what you're passionate about. And you know people who are involved in what you're passionate about, even close to you. Now your next step is to take that step out and just want to have a coffee with them. Or sit down and talk to them for 15 or 20 minutes either after a meeting or just before a meeting, just to pick their brain, to ask them how they got where they were. And is there anything you could do to help them? And then sit back and see what happens. You'd be amazed. So much happens just by a conversation, but you got to step out and make the requests. You know, the thing I used to always do, and I still do it, I say, if I take the first step, God will take the next two steps for me. And that is in uh, in, uh, doing outreach. If I reach out and say hi to someone, 
that starts the step. And then God will guide my words with the next couple of sentences that will then build that relationship between me and them. You take the first step, he'll take the next two for you. And when you begin to believe that, then you start becoming bold and taking that step and then seeing where that step leads you. You'll be amazed at how your life changes. That's it for the night. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate the time that we get to spend together. You have a good evening. We're going up on uh, a great, we're coming up on a great week here. Thanksgiving. And, you know, I've got the, those T-shirts on Amazon, but I also have some at Teespring and some cups out there and things like that. I'll be sending little things out on my uh, website, um, you know, for appreciation. It, it, they're great gifts for you, uh, and it's appreciation. It lets me know appreciation that you appreciate me being out here. So it works two ways. So enjoy, and I will see you tomorrow. Um, I'm working on an offer because I want to help you uh, move the needle, as they say, and, and start to build that vision of the future that you want, not the future that comes, but the one that you actually want. Because remember, the subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between reality and a vivid image that's continuously put in front of it. And that's your reality that you want for your future. Thank you and have a good evening.